The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host of the Rawcast, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Almost didn't make it, but I'm here now. Yeah, the Roddy Piper sleeper hold. I almost had the hand drop for the three on Mo to the underscore Reese, but he fought out, and he's with us. We're here with the Rawcast correspondent. Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Currently sitting under the bleachers, rocking back and forth. <laughs> and we're jo- other than that, I'm all right. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul. <laughs> Lord. And we're joined by first time guest. Uh, she is uh, been underneath the learning tree of Mr. Samuel Kalunga. So would you please welcome Miss Lyric to the WrestleCast? How are you, Miss Lyric? I'm doing good. <laughs> I got tagged in at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had to have we had a, a car subject to change. So um, we're going to get your origin story with professional wrestling, Miss Lyric, before we get started on our reviews and preview of the Royal Rumble. So first and foremost, kind of like where did you grow up and who introduced you to wrestling? Is it a family member or is it something that you found on your own? Uh, so uh, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I was introduced to wrestling by my older cousin because he's like a big wrestling fan. So I was watching it like when I was younger. And then I took a break right around 2005, six, And then I came back into it in 2008 because my best friend is also a big fan of wrestling. And right around Christmas break, I was in like eighth grade and she was like, oh, turn on Raw. I want to watch Raw with you. And I was like, oh, okay. So 2008, 2009 is when I got back into it. Uh, so like my main era was right at the tail end beginning of the ruthless aggression and then got back into it towards the beginning of the pg era (laughs) Hmm. um who were some of your early favorites when you were watching it when your cousin when your cousin introduced you to it so when my cousin introduced me i was of course like this was toward the end of when you were seeing stuff, like, I think this was, like, right before Kurt Angle left for TNA. <laughs> okay. 
So right around there, like ten, like Kurt Angle, Edge. I kind of liked Cena, but like he didn't become one of my favorites until like I got back into it around two thousand eight, and then tapered off as one of my favorites around two thousand twelve. Uh, in terms of women, Trish Stratus, Lita, AJ Lee was one of the first wrestlers I followed from the Indies all the way up into her, her retirement. AJ Lee, the forgotten, the forgotten pioneer of right. women's wrestling, the one that actually called out Stephanie instead of you know I have no beef with the Bellas for real, but the way they try to take credit for that. <laughs> AJ Lee now currently stagnating in in, in WoW. Oh, she's actually on that show. You know, I saw the she, she does she does commentary. She okay. does commentary. I saw the intro for that show this weekend. I didn't actually see a match or anything, but I was like, oh, okay. This yeah, it's still the same show. It's, it's it's still the same show. It was twenty something years ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, Miss Lyric, uh, as far as your current fandom more recent favorites who would you list off as your more current faves so current faves uh i loved asuka like even before she came to nxt like i remember watching her matches as kana and i was like absolutely amazed and i can't wait for her to come back (laughs) uh i love I guess she's now Mercedes Monet, but I like Sasha. Like I like all of the horsewomen. Uh, sometimes I go back and forth on Charlotte. I think there's something about her in-ring style that doesn't hit for me all the time. Well, it depends on... Uh, she doesn't really sell for everybody, so that's what it is. You pick up on that. There's certain yeah. girls that she just, you know... I think she has that Brock Lesnar thing of if she likes you, she'll sell for you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, in terms of men, uh, Damian Priest, I like. I like. You don't really see him much anymore, but I've always been a John Morrison fan. I like his style. I like Rey Mysterio. That was also my other friend because he's a big wrestling fan, and Rey Mysterio was always his favorite. <laughs> So do you watch um, just strictly WWE or are you into all the other promotions as well? Uh, so WWE is the one that's been the most consistent, but uh, I was watching TNA for like a good few years and then I sort of tapered off. I was watching, I do watch AEW. I watch AEW. I catch New Japan matches if I can find them like I don't like I don't subscribe to Fightful so I don't like consistently watch New Japan but if I can catch a match every once in a while I'll watch alright well uh, is there anything else that you'd like to just let our fans know about you where they can find you follow you on social media uh, some of the things that you're that you're doing um, you know pertaining to wrestling or through your social media uh, social media. So it's all the same name. It's like Lyric, I, AI, and then Love. Sometimes 95 on the end. Like I think on, like on Instagram it's 95 at the end, but like Twitter is just all one word, Lyric, I love. <laughs> all 
All right, all right. And Sam, uh, she's gonna be on what the distraction finishes. Oh no, that, that's kind of that's kind of on permanent oh, hiatus. On permanent hiatus. Yeah, they're just like it's just kind of like it's very hard to put on a weekly show, Donald. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure if you knew this or not. Very how, how we survived all these years, especially if you're especially if you're lazy like me. Uh, well, Miss Larry, thank you for joining us here tonight <laughs> on the WrestleCast. Now we're going to get into our review of SmackDown. We're going to just run through that really fast. Uh, they had a um, number one contenders tournament as the matches uh, and then the backdrop of the evening was set up with Roman Reigns not being real thrilled with Sami Zayn. He denied him the fist bump when they were coming into the arena so that kind of set up the ominous tone of the night. But our tag team brackets, they consisted of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus versus the Viking Raiders, Los Lotharios versus Hit Row, Braun Brutes versus Imperium, Maximum Male Models versus Legado Del Fantasma. What, what did you call them? Legado. 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 Whatever. <laughs> Help me out, Sam, since you're the uh, resident. Okay. <clears throat> it's Legado. Yeah, what he said. There you go. <laughs> so we got Drew McIntyre and Sheamus moving on as they beat the Viking Raiders. Claymore, Brogue, get the win. One, two, three. This was a banger, though. It's real good. Sami Zayn is coming in to see Roman. He's asking if everything's cool. Roman's like, man, I saw how you looked last week. He knows what he's trying to cover things up tonight. Roman wants the truth. Sami admits that he was a little disappointed when he was ready to beat Kevin Owens and the Usos and Solo came in. He says, Owens keeps saying that Sami is being used and for a split second, Sami doesn't know, but it's all fine. Reigns tells Sami to get out. Reigns isn't going to do this every single week and wonders when he had to start running his plans by the honorary oops. Sammy should just go find Kevin and start his own bloodline. Paul Heyman has to tell Sammy to get out and he looks completely shocked and shook at Roman raising his voice at Sammy. They would would be the Canadian bacon or something. (laughs) The Canadian bacon. Roman pulled that classic parent thing where he was like, well, if you don't like the way I run this house, you can go live somewhere else. <laughs> you, can go, you can go stay with your little friends. <laughs> um, LA Knight, he comes out, quick promo, where he, where he, uh, he's like, you know, one week he's Uncle Howdy, then one week he is, one week he isn't, one week he is. He's like, I know who I am. And I'm going to take Wyatt out at the Royal Rumble. So, uh, LA Knight beats up a jobber in like 30 seconds. Blunt force trauma gets the win. Then after the match, it's the Firefly Fun. It's the Firefly Fun House with all the puppets. Bray oh, Wyatt wow. is out here uh, getting his handyman on, complete with, uh, you know, pants too low. So, they had to, <laughs> had to censor some areas. Bray says he's missed all of us so much and he can't wait to have lots of fun with his friends once again. The Funhouse friends aren't sure about the pitch black match, but Bray wonders who would name their kid Los Angeles Knight. Bray gives us a special <laughs> moment about how dark, how the dark is a special place where things can hide. 
Then the screen goes all wacky and we see Uncle Howdy with Bray's voice saying, I told you so. Bray pops back up in a serious voice. He says he hopes LA Knight understands. He is the one who opened the door and whatever comes through it, it's his problem. Bye. Have a nice day. I think that uh, Firefly Funhouse was a Vince call again. It's like, yeah, go get me the puppets. Bring the puppets out here. <laughs> nah, man, according to all the meetings, Triple H has got total autonomy. What you saying? Vince is too busy working on the business side. Hmm. He had nothing to do with it. Mo, you there? You went to go take another nap. I'm sorry, I'm listening. You, 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 you gonna jump in? You gonna provide me some commentary? On? He's like, He's like Aaron Rodgers, Baltimore Ravens. No, 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 no. Just imagine um, the possibilities. No. How about you imagine the possibilities of your team when it's when the um going to the championship game? Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I just like how this whole buildup has been going. Um, L.A. Night. Definitely, if you've seen the pitch black um, little commercial they did for this, definitely um, is doing a great job of telling this match. Because at first we didn't know what it was, but he just, you know, kind of like had this whole this whole gift of just, you know, okay, we don't know what it is, but I'm gonna just sell it to you, and you'll be in, intrigued in the match. Um, and you know, Bray's, you know, doing Bray, he's coming along and everything, so. Um, yeah, this was pretty good. Um, the guy who um, LA Knight wrestled, he did um, uh, did some couple of years ago, back when Titus had um, tripped or whatever. He was Trip Bradshaw, Trip of two Q's. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. so, so is this Black Light match or whatever? Is it going to be like? Uh, is it one of those that like we're not sure of the rules? Is it going to be like the Duchess of Queensbury match? I think Probably it's so. gonna be like in the dark. Yeah, the old school, the old school pitch black matches they used to have back in the day. Not with the oh the, yeah, the, back um, in the back open in, face yeah. and everything. I remember those back in back in WWE, the NWA. Yeah, those are those are great. I think he's yeah. Bobby, Bobby Eaton, Charlie Blanchard, and then yeah. Uh, we got Los Lotharios. They uh, take an L to hit row. Uh, distraction finish. Donna scraps the tights with the roll up for the pin. Take a uh, drink. Somebody said Los Authorios was dressed like uh, Spanish Harlem Heat. <laughs> I didn't see them. <laughs> I gotta look it up now. <laughs> uh, Miss Lyric, did you happen to catch last week's SmackDown? Uh, yeah, I watched SmackDown. Uh, I remember because that was a conscious decision because usually. Like, depending on how Fridays go, either I'm playing the console or I'm on my desktop playing The Sims on Friday. But this time I was like, no, oh, I'll stay downstairs and I'll watch SmackDown. So so this time I did actually see the entire SmackDown as it aired. All right. What did you think of the tag team matchups in the, in the tournament? Um, it's not that I don't because I do like Hit Row but I feel like they haven't really found their identity since Swerve left and I feel like that affects a lot of the way that the matches look to me that's what I've been saying oh yeah he definitely was the the stabilizer 
of that group. Yeah, it's kind of like like if you were going to make a hit row stew, like Swerve <laughs> is he's the broth. Like, he's what he's makes like, the stew. He's like what makes it go. Right. Like right now they don't have like a definitive leader. I think they're trying to say Top Dollar is the leader, but that doesn't feel right either. Like he's supposed to be the strong one. He's He's supposed to be what Roman was in the shield. He's like like the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I see what y'all mean. Yeah, they, that that is definitely so Harlem Heat inspired. <laughs> uh, uh, we get a video on the return of Cody Rhodes. They announced that he's coming back at the Royal Rumble. So uh, count that off your list of surprises. Uh, Braun Strowman announces he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Charlotte comes out for a promo. She gets straight to the point. Sonya Deville has a problem. She can come on out here and do something about it. Sonya Deville comes out. She says she had to be dragged up for Charlotte last week. Did Charlotte just not get it? She wants another title shot. But Charlotte tells her to focus on the Royal Rumble instead. Charlotte will fight her right here and right now. But Sonya turns it down. She wants the title on the line, which draws out Adam Pearce to say Sonya can't do this. The distraction lets Sonya jump Charlotte from behind, beat her down, and she leaves. Anybody? I can't. I, I can't wait for somebody to bring up uh, Mandy to to Sonya. Really, like, you should go join your little friend on, on, on OnlyFans. <laughs> See, <sighs> that would probably I mean, be people. No, that would be too much. Yeah, they wouldn't do it. I'm just saying it'd be funny. <laughs> Something similar. People on the internet would say that. Yeah, I think somebody called her a donut eating. You know. <laughs> Well, that's how it started with him, like suggestively eating donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that. That was a backstage gimmick. Where it was a, a tag team. Roman is annoyed at the same situation, but Heyman says, "Try to." If Heyman tries to talk him down, he says, "With Kevin Owens, the match of Kevin Owens coming up at Royal Rumble, maybe it's better to have Sammy on the inside instead of the outside." Uh, AC Lacey Evans is co-opting the Cobra Clutch, and Sergeant Slaughter is like, "Nah, that's bullshit. I'm not down with it." So, good luck going forward with that, Lacey Evans. Uh, Miss Lyric, are you feeling anything about the repackaging of Lacey Evans? Is that she's on her third gimmick now? I mean. I, I think I changed my identity like eight times when I was in high school. I, I get the feeling, the <laughs> urge. <laughs> I'll tell you, her and Nikita Raquel, they, they can be the mother powers. Nikita Raquel uh, Katana. <laughs> I don't know. There's oh, so Katana many. Katana too? <laughs> really? Dang. That's sad. Uh, I don't know. Get Tennille in there. She's had a few repackages. <laughs> Oh, no, I was talking about um, they're, they're, it's quest, some questionable um, January 6th uh, things that they've been doing. Oh, if we're talking about January 6th, you got to get Scarlet in there. <laughs> really? She's one of them, too. Yep. <laughs> to, quote, uh, to quote another famous Evans, Florida Evans. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> uh, uh, Imperium taking on the Brawling Brutes. Uh, Butch takes a brain buster to the floor 
Rich Holling gets hit with the Imperium bomb, and Imperium defeats the Brawling Brute, so they're moving on to the next round. Paul Heyman tells Sami Zayn that Roman Reigns wants to see him now. Uh, Shayna Baszler announces that she is in the Royal Rumble. Uh, we look back at some great moments throughout the history of Raw, getting us prepared for Raw 30. Uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett, uh, they're here. He says he's not amped up to face Rey Mysterio next week, but he says Rey can't decide what he wants to be, and this isn't how it works. Therefore, he's going to take Rey out and then win the Royal Rumble. Um, LDF, say it for me again, Sam. Yes, they beat yeah. Maximum Mill Models with the Russian Lady Sweep. Ran a kick to the face to finish off my say. So Sami Zayn comes in. Was it? Oh, oh was it? Was Alina on commentary being, being, being feisty? That's usually how these matches go. No, I, I didn't hear it with the commentary. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Sam comes. Sami Zayn comes in to see Roman Reigns, but Reigns suggesting that he overreacted. Rain says he wants as much loyalty as he puts into this, and Zane insists that he has it. All Reigns has to do is ask for something to be done, so Roman tells him to have the transportation ready for, for after the contract signing, and they bump fists. So it's time for the contract signing. Roman Reigns takes forever to get to his seat, and then Kevin Owens pops up from behind and hits him with the stunner. The invading Usos are dispatched as well, and a power bomb puts Roman through the table. Owens uh, signs the contract, and then here comes Sami Zayn, which has Owens running up the steps and into the crowd as the Usos get back up as well. And that is how you end Monday Night Raw. Yep. Well, oh, excuse me, SmackDown. Wrong show, sir. Sorry, SmackDown. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I was apart from forward. the moment where, apart from the moment where Kevin Owens power bombed Roman and Paul Heyman screamed like Roman was murdered in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> now that was cinema right there. <laughs> um, line stuff still the most compelling things in wrestling television. <laughs> Before we offer SmackDown, yes, um, shout out to everyone. Um, Michael Cole um, and Alex, um, Jay Briscoe, doing the um, broadcast on the opening match. The Viking Raiders had on them boys, armbands, um, when they wrestled that match. And Top Dollar had um, one of the um, their digital promos had said, them boys, you no know, reach for the sky. You know, paid homage to that on um, Briscoe's. Well, didn't they have armbands too? Yeah, huh? he did. I know Top Dollar did, and he had the mask on too. Yeah, yeah. So he was going. He he went hard. He went yeah. So you know, shout out to you know to them. You know that was um yeah. A lot of people they was just saying a lot of people just recognizing how WWE um. You know, acknowledged. You know, was acknowledged the Brisk, acknowledged the Briscoes. Um, you know, over the past couple of days, and that was you know pretty cool. They were saying like, you know, the Briscoes didn't step foot into the company, and they had opportunities, but they were told they weren't cosmetically um, a plea appealing or something like that, which was one of the caused one of their best promos to this day, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, so that was a great episode of SmackDown, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, uh, the story of the bloodline, and is Sami going to be able to make it through to WrestleMania unscathed and still part of the bloodline? It's a great story. Um, and now we'll turn it over to do our preview of the Royal Rumble before we get into Monday Night Raw. So, who you got? Yeah, we got to play the world famous Who You Got. I know Mo has been waiting. It's been so long since we've done this. Not really, but for one. <laughs> Come on, Mo. It's the best thing that we do on this show. No, best thing is my segment, but anyway. <laughs> Cutting a promo on me here. All right, so here we go. Use the hashtag RumbleCast this Saturday night to share your commentary with color with us. As this year's Royal Rumble is taking place live from Nashville, Philadelphia. Where's that? San Antonio, oh, bro. San Antonio, that's right. The, uh, I almost said little, little broken down. Little broken down stadium. Yeah. Well, like they, 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 they revived it. They had the basketball game. I don't know. When? Last time I was there, it was a piece of junk. It's the AT&T Stadium? No, it's still the Alamo Dome. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They uh, no, that one. That that's another one. That's a different one. AT and T one. Oh, okay. So the Alamo Dome is Dallas play, but I thought they had something. They thought they had something for the San Antonio too, but yeah, they had something no, it, in the Al- They played the Warriors in that old Alamo Dome. Yeah, that's where it's gonna be. The old, the old. Yeah, it's last time I was there. Like it's it's it's. It's modern times, man. Like most oh, stadiums yeah, don't they, have they ramps. Had, they had the, the largest turnout for an NBA game. Um, mm-hmm. for the most stadiums now have ramps. These people still have stairs. That's it was, it was like a it was inside a nightmare. of it. Yeah, it was a nightmare to get up to get up to my seat. Oh, I'm still hurting. <laughs> Trying to walk up stadium stairs is like scary, especially if you're me, because I'm already clumsy as it is. And those like <laughs> no. those like concrete stairs, you're like, I'm gonna fall. Yeah, <laughs> They hurt my feet. And I was just like, oh my God. I had to stop and like pretend I was looking at something every few like couple of flights. Yeah, like, oh that's a that's a nice that's a that's a nice outdoor. Yeah, that's really pr- I love the way this uh, concourse is laid out. All right, back. Oh gosh. <laughs> just look at the people and be like, hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, how y'all doing? Like, Meanwhile, I'm huffing, and, yeah, huffing and puffing like uh, uh. <laughs> This Saturday, sorry, sorry, no, going we've got Roman Reigns defending the Universal Title against and the and the uh, WWE title, so the undisputed title against Kevin Owens. So I'm gonna start with Mo to the underscore Reese. He'll get the first choice to let me know who he's got. Wait, what? Roman and Kevin Owens. Hey, was that gonna be the first match? Well, that's just that's just the way I have it listed in my thing. The, you know the Royal Rumbles, the women's Royal Rumble will probably be first. Oh yeah. Well, I'll say champion. Put on, they'll put on the pre-show. Boy, you trying to start some stuff, Sam? <laughs> you know, Twitter, Twitter would explode. Yeah. Twitter already exploding. I mean, sorry, they're already heated enough. Yeah. What, what but I think can't retains. What I miss on Twitter? Why they heated? Oh, it'll be explained in the uh, Mo Meltzer report. Oh, okay. Uh, Sam, you on the champ too? Yes. All right. Roman retained. Uh, yeah, I am as well. Wait, are we saying that Roman retains or Roman wins? Because Owens could win. 
Well, um, by DQ or something. Uh, okay, Roman retains. I'll, put, I'll say that. Okay. If Roman still has the title at the end, I'll give you the points, okay? All right, cool. <laughs> I'm going with Roman as well. Miss Lyric, you got a you got a, a lean between Roman and Kevin? I, I feel like if they're going to take the title off Roman, that's going to be a WrestleMania match. I don't think this is the time to do that. <laughs> All right. So she's going with the champ as well. Clean sweep there as far as... Uh... Especially in San Antonio. <laughs> you going to summon Shawn Michaels because it's testing <laughs> All right, we got probably another clean sweep. I know this is going to be a clean sweep. I don't expect any different. As we got Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's title against Alexa Bliss. So, Miss Lyric, I'll actually start with you this time. Uh, who you got? My heart tells me Bianca, but logically speaking, with the way they're building it, I wouldn't be surprised if Alexa took it. So, you're going with your head or your heart? I'm gonna go with Alexa. Oh, upset, upset. I mean, just just look at what they did to Oscar before WrestleMania when she had the streak. Remember, remember. Don't don't remind me don't of that. Remind people. That's traumatic. <laughs> so you know, especially uh, they kind of tend to just kind of forget about people of color in that company. So it could happen. I mean, uh, little. Five feet of fear, you could come away with that belt. Uh, so, what do you think, Sam? Uh, I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna go Alexa. Oh, look at look at y'all. Obviously, y'all don't want to win. Uh, Mo, <laughs> do you have Bianca Belair? Sorry, though, I'm wrong with Binky. So, don't even play with me. Yeah, I know. I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. We have two votes for uh, Alexa Bliss. There's for sure going to be some spooky shenanigans. Yeah, I don't want Alexa to win. It's just I feel like that's where we're going. I don't have faith that they'll like do right by Bianca. Come on, you gotta you gotta have a little George Michael. You gotta have, to have a little faith. Come on. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the pitch black match. So Sam, who you got? Uh, Bray. All right. Although I will say that consistently, uh, LA Knight has started starting to become one of my um, people that I actually look out for when I watch TV. When I watch uh, WWE now, he's a uh, he's pretty funny. Oh yeah, he's he's very funny. Like like I never thought this this dude that I saw on TNA years ago would be like would be here now, like at the point where he's at in WWE. Miss Lyric, Bray Wyatt, and LA Knight. Who you got? <laughs> I feel like it's going to be Bray. Like, which would be unfair because LA Knight has, in a way, been carrying this feud. Not carrying like Bray doesn't do anything, but carrying like he's been the bright spot of these segments. He's been bringing logic to it, which is really funny. Like, is it something that I think a Bray Wyatt feud needs? LA Knight's like, well, why is this this way? Huh? Look at that. Look look at this spot right here on this on this video. Like, not, they weren't doing that before with anybody else. You don't want the Randy Orton thing of where his eyes are suddenly glowing red for no apparent reason. <laughs> Mo, you gonna add to uh, to Bray Wyatt? No, I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of torn. I know this is Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's first big match back. 
but at the same time, LA Knight has been giving me everything with the promos and the lead up, everything to it. Um, I'm gonna go with Bray. If if they want to keep building on what LA Knight's doing, then they'll go LA Knight with shenanigans. Maybe Uncle Harpo uh, or whatever <laughs> um, interferes. You know, Harpo. Like, you told Harpo to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like they're they are building him up pretty good. It'd be a shame for Bray Wyatt to just squash him. But I, but I will have to go Bray Wyatt. I'm gonna go Bray Wyatt as well. I'm interested to see if the match is. The actual wrestling draws me in from Bray Wyatt. Usually, that's part the part that that's kind of where it falls apart. Yeah, yeah. lacks for me is that the match isn't really that strong. But hopefully, uh, he's got something new to present after the time away, and uh, it'll come through in this matchup with uh, LA Knight. All right, now we're moving on to the women's war rumble. So we're going to do this uh, a couple of ways. I want. Starting with Mo, I want Mo to give me the person you think is going to win the women's Royal Rumble. I'm not doing that. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> like, um, person who I think who's on the way? Yes, sir. I'm going with mommy, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. All right, Miss Lyric, who is your choice? To win the women's Royal Rumble. Ooh. Um. Now, there's what I want to happen, and then there's what I think most likely would happen. Like I agree about Rhea winning; that would make a whole lot of sense. But at the same time, I want Naomi to come back and win it. <laughs> but I know that most likely won't happen. Do you think that she's going to come back? This is the spot. I think if, if she is going to come back, I feel like the Royal Rumble is the way to, like, the last time she returned at the Rumble with the big afro, that was, like, the best part of the night for me. <laughs> and to just see her come back after everything that she's done outside of the business, like, if this was how they were going to bring her back, this, or if they brought her back as a part of the bloodline is also how I would want her to come back. So who's your choice for this year's Royal Rumble? You said who is your who's in your she said Naomi was your heart, who's your head? Oh, in terms of storytelling or anything, I feel like it would be Rhea. Rhea. All right. Rhea two for Rhea Ripley. All right, Sam, who you got? And now you can't choose Nia Jax this year. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> what the heck? Did I actually say that at one point at one year? <laughs> no, but I know that, that would be for, that would be hilarious. What has she been doing anyway? I don't know, man. She's been very low key. There's rumor in any window about that one, but I'll leave it alone. Oh, okay. Uh, Roxanne. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I don't even know who. Uh, let's see. Who's been portrayed the strongest? Who's been out there? <sighs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who's on both rosters. Dang it, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say Naomi. Alright, he's gonna say returning Naomi. 
No, but if he doesn't come back and whoever gets number 30 is going to get a lot of heat. I'm going to I'm going to say it's going to be Becky Lynch. She she's busy feuding with uh, uh all, all the Yeah, but then that's going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. I mean, at Dora Rumble. They're going to be in the match. She she's preoccupied. Okay. That's that still don't mean that she can't be uh in the main event at WrestleMania. It's three months. Here's the thing. She she's she's done um double duty in the, in the um in the rumble before so all right she's four double duty same exercise for the men to a rumble Sam I'm gonna start with you this time sir who's your choice to win the men's Royal Rumble this is a pickle um Let me look at let me look at the roster real quick. I'm sorry, the raw roster. Miss Lyric, while Sam is yeah yeah you go, you go ahead. Do you have a particular choice for the winner of the men's Royal Rumble? I'm gonna say Cody because I want to watch the collective internet meltdown when it happens. Okay, uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on Cody? Are you a fan? Are you are you pomp too much pomp and circumstance? What do you think? Uh, I feel like Cody does best when he's like not leaning so far into the whole I'm the underdog, I'm the hero type thing. Like, I think he did that at the end of his AEW run and it just turned everybody off. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. As far as in-ring stuff, like I think he's always had like something about him. That made him fun to watch. Well, except for Stardust, but that's a different story. <laughs> All right, Miss Lyric has Cody Rhodes as her winner. Sam, you ready? Research. <sighs> I'm gonna pick a dark horse here. I'm gonna go Gunther. Gunther. Oh, okay. All right. Mo to the underscore Reese. Who you got for the winner of the men's Royal Rumble? The field. <laughs> can you can you can you pick somebody more singular, sir? And I'll give you a, a chance. To... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying the field. So whoever you know wins, that's who we might pick. I'm be like you know Jerry Lawler. I'm gonna be like Jerry Lawler, how he used to do back in the day. Changes his pick quite often. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, wow, men's. I have to say, probably have to say Cody. I really don't see no clear defensive winner on the men's side, so I'll just say Cody. Mm. Or as we say, or as we see in the um in the space is Cody Luther King. Cody Luther King. So if, if Didi was here, she would claim she would play a round of Are You My People with Cody. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard this lyric? There's their theory. What? <laughs> Tell them DD's theory. Oh, that uh, Dusty Rose is black. <laughs> and so that thus his offspring are too. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the baby. Um, now, I've heard the theory that Cody ended racism, but I didn't know Cody was <laughs> Cody, Cody and Brandy were <laughs> <they> racism. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> if they were pushing someone like Damian Priest a little stronger, I would probably lean more towards someone like that. But he's just he's just a dude in the in the Judgment Day. There you go. I, was, I don't know why I was thinking of Apocalypse. <laughs> like they really need. I'm looking at this roster. and I'm like, they really need to do something with some of these people. Um, when it comes to my choice. No, you can't pick gender ball this year. No, no gender this year. No gender this year. Don't, don't hinder gender. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go out on a on a limb, and I'm going to say Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. All right, now so that we don't have ties, we're going to have two tiebreakers. So, Miss Lyric, you chose Rhea Ripley as your winner as a person well what number 1 through 30 do you think the winner will come from I can see Rhea coming around like in the middle like I feel like she would be like in the 15 to 20 range give me, like, give right. me we're going to play Price is Right style so you know closest without going over uh, I think she'd be like 16 alright Got your number down at 16. Mo, what do you think the winners, what what draw, what number are they going to draw? We'll say 20. 20. All right. Sam? I'm going to go 26. 26. That's pretty good because I'm going to go 27. And same exercise for the men, starting with Mo. Mo, what's your number? Number one. Oh, okay. Kind of an Iron Man situation. All right. Miss Leary? Mm, I think right 10. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're thinking they're going to start with Cody? Um... Mo, gonna do the Tony Khan and just uh, get it, just give the people what they want right off the top. Pretty much. I don't know if he's gonna be able to last a whole hour after coming off a torn, torn pick. I hear you. All right, Sam. Number twelve. Number twelve. Okay. I'm gonna double up your answer and say number twenty-four. Mo is that Mo is that dude on Prices Right who picks uh, one dollar? <laughs> uh, but, but quick question: How's Ava Rain doing? How, what is she up to? She's just managing. She's not really wrestling. Oh, she wow, boo! <laughs> <laughs> I think she might have had one match. Also, they got her out. To, they got her out to paint though. Like, uh, <laughs> it, I forgot her name. She went away. Um, she was in MLW, the manager. Oh, uh, uh, De La Renta. Yeah, they as soon as they as soon as they realized she couldn't wrestle, they got her out the paint quick. Oh, word. Yeah, she was like, yeah, she used to wrestle under her real name. Uh huh. Was well, not very good. But is she still doing the modeling though? She disappeared. She she was like, I'm out. She pulled in a Bella Anderson and just like disappeared. It was like, see ya. Oh wow. Okay. 
Well, that is our Royal Rumble preview. Who you got? So, again, use the hashtag RumbleCast to share your commentary with Kello with us this Saturday night starting at 8 p.m. for the 2023 Royal Rumble. Should be a lot of fun. Expecting a few surprises. Hopefully we get some NXT uh, people to get a chance, to, especially in the women's uh, match, to, to, to come up and get their first taste of the main roster action. So looking forward to it as always and looking forward to everybody sharing their commentary with color. All right, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, at this time, sir, I'm going to turn it over to you for the All right. Raw Cast Report. All right, everybody, sit down. <laughs> Have a seat. All right, so uh, Monday Night Raw, live from that disgusting city. Um, <laughs> we look at some of the cities the show has taken place in over the years before switching into the big highlight package. Uh, they hit a lot of the big names, including a bunch of AEW names, debuts, title changes, reveals, and almost anything else you can remember. Uh, Sami Zayn is, has been trying to lure the bloodline into a false sense of security. Oh, this is what uh, Paul Heyman says, right? Because mm. the bloodline comes out. Right. Uh, Paul Heyman, who was like, he's, he's, he was so, he's so anti-Sami Zayn. It was so funny. Has <laughs> uh, he been trying to uh, into false sense of security? Just like the, uh, uh, I can't read that one. Whatever the the grouchy, the the grouchy uh, the, the grouchy pigeons. Uh, he brings up uh, Brock Purdy, the quarterback of the 49ers, who will beat the Eagles next week. Uh, we see some clips of Sammy not helping in the fights, kept off by Zane bumping in the rings while going on a rant. Heyman says that that should be enough for Zane to be guilty as charged. That's pretty good. Uh, Zane gets his chance to talk here and he wasn't sure how he was going to feel when he came out. He can't believe that he's on trial here, but his defense is that he has no defense. Reigns is disgusting at the disrespect and tells Stella Sakoa to take care of him. The Samoan spike is loaded up, but Jay Uso cuts Sakoa off. Jay has his own footage showing a montage of Sammy helping the bloodline over the last few months, including taking out Kevin Owens in war games. Jay talks about how Sammy saw uh, the good in him the entire time, and that's what finally does. You know, fans were chanting Usi. You know, fan pool of whether Sammy should stay in the fan scene pretty unanimous. Jimmy even agrees and Reigns gets gets to his feet. Reigns finds Zayn not guilty for now. In the meantime, Sammy can finish out the night by making the bloodline proud. After that, Reigns doesn't want to see or hear from Sammy until a Royal Rumble, where Sammy delivers his final test. I thought this was great. This is a great opening. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. The, uh, the trial of Sammy Zayn. I, I was I wanted to see the bloodline acknowledgement ceremony, but if they had to like pivot in like a weekend, this was fantastic. Uso, okay, the Uso. Hold up, hold up, real quick. Sam, Sam, hold on. What's that? Don, yes, Don. Sir. Yes, sir. So, all right. So, Lyric, So, this is another thing we do when we do the pay per views. I normally quiz Don to see his knowledge on the WWE producers to see if he can guess who produced the segments. So, Don, this week, on this Raw 30, I'm, we want to, I'm going to give you kind of a little warm-up for the Royal Rumble. So, we want to do the um, the producer's thing. So, who you got producing this opening segment here? The Bloodline segment. Mm, well, if uh, Roman was Roman there, Roman was there. Uh, is it more than one person? Let's start there first. No, it's just one person. It's just one person. Uh, 
Uh, All these get one person. Okay, that's probably a, a, a just a, a Paul Heyman call. Michael Hayes, you know Michael Hayes do the Roman yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was thinking that that was gonna be my that was my initial choice. That's why I asked. I, uh, but yeah, I should have known. Dang. Yeah, so Michael Hayes, so you all for one. <laughs> that seemed rather fast this time, but anywho, I thought it was it was funny on the uh, the FTR podcast. Dax uh, is riffing about. Something that happened back in the day, and he's just going off, and you couldn't quite remember Michael Hayes' name, so he just jumps out and called him Doc Hendricks. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I was back there with a uh, uh, Doc Hendricks." And... Especially didn't call him Doot Doot Doot. <laughs> All right, so uh, we have about ten minutes before we gotta <clears throat> we gotta do our thing over here. So real quick, Usos versus Judgment Day. Judgment Day last week won a title opportunity in the. Uh, Tag Team Turmoil match. Is that what we were calling it? Or the gauntlet, or what was it? Uh, yeah, it was a turmoil. Okay. So, the Raw Tag Team titles are on the line. Uh, see, yeah, let's see here. I can't... I, come on, Donald. Oh, uh, the 619 <laughs> is broken up by Jay Superkick, but Jay can't bring himself to Superkick. Oh, yeah, he's Superkicking everybody. And Rhea Ripley gets in and and uh, he's uh, Jay suddenly like nope 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 can't do that. <laughs> the distraction lets Dominic hit the six one nine on Jay and the frog splash gets two as Sammy makes a diving save his own. He tags in. Oh yeah, well, well we gotta. Okay, so the setup was that Jimmy um, gets hurt during the match and um, he's getting carted off. Adam Pierce comes out and says, "Hey, you know, like um, if, if you can't continue, then you forfeit." And of course, he's reminded that last week he let. Um, the Judgment Day make a substitution. So he says, because of that, I'm going to go ahead and let Sammy jump in for you. And also, this is Damian Priest and uh, Dominic Mysterio, not Finn Balor. So the distraction lets Dominic hit the 6-1 on Jay and Frog Splash gets two as Sammy makes a diving save his own. Sammy had just tagged in, like when he got, when Jay got put up for the 619. He tagged himself in. Mm-hmm. Priest Breeze goes shoulder force into the post while Dominic dumps Sammy, who's back in with a blind tag. A series of near falls, a super kick, and the 1D retains the title. And this was, I was, you know how nervous I was? I was I was like a kid again watching <laughs> Razor Ramon versus Rick Martel for the title. Like, I was really, really just like, thought, come on, Sammy, kick out. Come on, oh, Sammy. Come on. You, thought you can't were, let it in like this. You thought they was huh? gonna, you thought they was gonna slip it over on us, huh? Yeah, I was just like, oof. All right, high stress levels there. Uh, in the back, Roman Reigns is watching, and he says he still doesn't want to see Sammy until Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right, Mo, are you gonna tell us who produced this one? No, we already did. That was they, they heated the whole that whole segment. Oh, he did the whole thing. Look at all this part. match too. Yeah. All right, JBL and Baron Corbin. Huh? Oh, Larry, what did you think of this whole opening? Uh, with the what? So <laughs> it was a mixture of like laughing at the whole absurdity of having a law and order moment on Raw, but also like the amount of emotion that was in this segment. <laughs> like Jay Uso having tears in his eyes. <laughs> Jay, the one who didn't want Sammy in the first place. Right. Like Sammy was like that one dog that you bring to the house and don't know what he wanted until they did. <laughs> <laughs> until they start, until like the dad starts playing with it, and he's like, oh, "I like this dog." 
Okay, how are we on time, Donald? Um, probably like seven minutes or so. Okay. Yep. Uh, JBL and Corbin are backstage. They um, they want to they talk about wanting to get into the poker game. The Godfather is the doorman. The doorman, the door is the APA door. He asked the Godfather to put him on the poker game. Godfather will have to ask. Oh yeah, Godfather says he doesn't. He says GBL on the list. Doesn't see Baron Corbin on the list, and he'll ask to. He'll have to ask the owner of this establishment. The host comes through the door, and it is Ron Simmons, who's happy. Uh, so who says he still doesn't see him on the list? But uh, Corbin slips him a slips him a little cheddar cheese, and yeah, yeah, look at his name is right there. <laughs> so they go into the APA office, and it's still. Uh, just the door that leads into like a, <laughs> into like a room, a random room that that, that has no walls. <laughs> like they're still doing that gimmick. Yeah. Y'all remember that? Yeah, <laughs> it's the thirtieth anniversary of Raw. They gotta hit all the hits, <laughs> right? I have to brag for a little bit because I tweeted during the segment. Is that my girl? Is that my good sis Medusa? And she liked my tweet. <laughs> oh snap! I couldn't tell who that was at first. I was like, did Melina go on a bender or something? What's going on with the sunglasses? She's got some work done, it looks like. Jeez. I still refuse to call her a laundry place. Like, she's forever Medusa to me. Of course. I, I, I agree. When she came in laundry place, I was like, no, that's Medusa. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do a laundry place. I, every time I saw her on WWE TV, it was Medusa. <laughs> I, I just like that she had the title next to her instead of in the trash can. <laughs> You know, it's my ex that she cleaned it off or something like that. <laughs> they were like, "You gotta hold this." <laughs> It'd be like a that time uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan found the TV title in the trash. <laughs> you don't, y'all, y'all probably don't remember that. Yeah, you know, yeah, remember uh, Kevin Nash? No, no, Razor uh, Scott Hall won the TV title. He's like, I don't want this. And like, he just dumped it in the trash. So actually, he made it in the, in the trash, unlike Nikita, um, Nikki Cross, when she tried to dump the 24. No, um, Kevin Nash actually took it from him, and they were like, they were playing like a little one on one with it. <laughs> and then the Chavo Guerrero was like the backstage interviewer. He was like, kind of doing commentary. He's like, he's like, big sexy, big sexy, number 69 goes for, <laughs> goes for three. And he actually makes it. Yeah, Pepe with him? No. <laughs> this was later. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, so it's a, it's a casino. All kinds of wrestlers and wrestling personalities included. Yeah, pretty much everybody is in there. L.A. Nate comes out. He says, "Let me talk to you." Uh, says he is all man. He doesn't want to wait for the pitch black match. Calls out any legend and the gong sounds, and then all of a sudden you hear the American Badass theme. The actual thing, the actual song he actually first came out with, not like the weird crap he was coming out with later. They couldn't clear the limp biscuit. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. And then he also use the Johnny Cash joint later. Uh, that was the return to the dead man gimmick, I think. Okay. And yeah, look at you. See, I, I told them you know your stuff. She's been ordered. She's been ordered. She's So it's uh, like a song of the like motorcycle. <laughs> well, since the Titan Motorcycle Corporation, like, Went out of business. He actually came down with a Harley this time. Mm-hmm. I, don't sure know, I don't notice that. I don't even know if y'all noticed that or not. He didn't look like he knew how to operate it. Oh, he was so confused. Yeah, he like was that. struggling. I thought they was. I thought it was one of those. You know, um, I'm just 
they was he, they was trolling gimmicks. And he had trouble getting from out the back. I was like, oh, yeah, it might might have been one of them show bikes that don't really get crunk up a lot. They don't do nothing. They don't really do much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knight talks about how he's gonna have everyone chanting his name. The lights go. Up. I think he got it backwards. All right. So anyway, so yeah, he, they get in the ring and he's like, uh, kind of wants to back off. Bray White in a spooky lantern comes up behind Knight as he's as he's trying to leave. Uh, jumps back into the ring. Undertaker grabs him by the throat. Bray jumps inside and Undertaker tosses Knight over to Bray for his sister Abigail. Uh, good holy shit moment. Undertaker goes to leave, but stops to whisper something to Bray Wyatt before riding off. Um, so okay, so let what, what do y'all think he said to him? I already have mine. Y'all y'all go ahead with Charles. <laughs> mine was a. Uh, Mine was all right. I'll put you over until your pops and your uncle stop calling me. <laughs> Mine was I know what Sister Abigail did last summer. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I don't know what he said to him. He probably told them, um, "Yeah, I, I'm glad they got that motorcycle for me, so I didn't have to make that walk this year." <laughs> Lyric, what do, what do you think? Uh, I have two answers because I tweeted a response to a thread and I put the attack on Titan meme where Aaron is like dogging out his father. (laughs) He's like squinches from his face. And the second one, somebody else made a joke where it was Undertaker asking Bray Wyatt what it's like to be with a black woman. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Mo, who produced this? uh, No, it's not me. Dawn has to guess it. Oh, okay. Well, he's asking you. He's, I'm asking you to tell Don. No. Okay. I was going to say no. I was going to say that this segment went over big backstage. They got um, high praise backstage. Um, apparently, uh, Undertaker's been a um, a big, you know, he's been a big supporter of Ray Wyatt and wants him to want him to be the next. Want him to be the like the next. You no, know, want him to take over. You know that whole dark side gimmick um after he had left after he's retired and everything okay so, so producer um and also hold on also LA Knight got um got praised for his um promos and everything else yeah because he was throwing in a bunch of undertaker little shit um let's see producer for this one um, think about this one just think about this one Bray Wyatt, L.A. Knight, Undertaker. It's got to be somebody with some senior. Michael Hayes again. Chris Park. (sighs) Abyss. Mm. Abyss. (laughs) Didn't have that one on the bingo card. All right, Sam. I I still miss his older ego. I wish it would come back. (laughs) His, His brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like the greatest gimmick ever. All right, so we go back to the poker game where Medusa seems to win it all. She's about to rake in all the dough when the Diamond Dallas Page says, "No, no, I, I actually won." So there was that. Uh, that was funny because she didn't have no money. She was putting up the women's title. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Bailey and Becky Lynch. It's supposed to be an occasion match uh, with the pinfall submission or escape. Uh, 
So ba uh, Bailey comes out. Becky comes out. She's about to jump in the ring, but then damage control, chopper, uh, and they beat her up and beat her down. They get her inside, and then uh, they put a bolt on the on the door. And um, what's his face comes down Adam with Pierce. bolt cutter. Yeah, Adam Pierce comes down. Asks one of the referees to give him some bolt cutters. By the time he gets the bolt cutters, the, the damage control is just completely just uh, powdered. And so that is your setup for whatever they're going to be, do, be doing. What did y'all think of this? I, I didn't mind this. I thought this was a, a pretty good setup, especially since there's been really no setup for this match. Oh, it was good. Every, I thought Overall, I thought this whole show was good, even though there wasn't a lot of wrestling on it. I have to be honest, I kind of wanted to see this, but I'm not going to wait. Uh, yeah, I, I, they said that the the trial went long, and so they they this match was the match that kind of got the got that. Yeah. So this is how kind of how it was supposed to go. They were just supposed to jump in during the match and beat her down. Yeah, it was supposed it was supposed to be Becky was supposed to have one before they got beat down post match. Okay. Now, Don, who was your producer? Oh, uh, TJ. TJ yeah. Hooker? Tyson no, Kirk? Tyson Kidd. TJ Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one out of three. I still, I still say, I still say TJ Hooker. Right. I know, I know what you were saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Now. Say that, that had, that had the um, Locklear. The Locklear, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the Fresh Prince, um, the Fresh Prince episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's a, there's a joke. Um, you all ever see? You all probably never saw the movie Fanboys. Have you all seen that one? I know Lyric. Have you seen that one? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, the movie Fanboys is a bunch of like, it, it takes place in 1998 where a bunch of like Star Wars nerds are trying to go um, break into Lucas Ranch to go see the new Star Wars movie, but before anybody else. So they get help from like a mysterious person. It ends up being, um, it ends up being William Shatner. And like he presents them with a book, a TJ Hooker book that says, Hooking with TJ. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's like his autobiography, hooking with TJ. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, how comes DX? They trot them out every few years. Oh yeah, did we mention the show started out with Hulk Hogan? No, we didn't. I was. I was glad we did, we we left that off because I was like, no, no, I, I purposely left off. Thank I you, literally man. tweeted Thank at the top of the show. I was like, even the microphone don't want him here. Right. That was, that was the microphone said, we don't want you here. <laughs> and then Jimmy Hart, like, come on, baby, let's go, baby. <laughs> no, I don't mind seeing Jimmy Hart. I just don't want to see Terry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, um, they showed him backstage. They took a, a picture backstage, and he had on a Stone Cold t-shirt. I was like, take that shit off, sir. <laughs> Have you heard about the dude that runs his, his shop? Yeah, <laughs> he's a huge. I heard about, he's I a huge Austin I heard about him on Corn. I think it was Cornette's podcast. Yeah, but like if you look him. at the Google reviews, like he go look at the Google reviews for that place. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, there's there's some dude on Reddit who like who has like an extensive breakdown of like his his trip in there and like his girlfriend had a mask on, had a face mask, and like the guy like yelled at her and stuff. Anyway, so uh, here's DX. And now, did Kurt Angle come out with them, or did he just jump in? You know, no, during? he was out there. 
Because I, I was like, I was watching it. All of a sudden, I looked up. I'm like, what the fuck? What's Kurt Angle doing in there? <laughs> and then it clicked for me. I was like, oh, Billy Gunn can't be here. <laughs> right. Billy Gunn's, Billy Gunn's currently, you know, somewhere else being a father. <laughs> a father. <laughs> father of the year. Right. Send me, daddy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tempted to buy that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, so DX comes out and they do their thing, and uh, they have Kurt Angle, and then he's like, "I always wanted to be in DX," and he pulls up with a DX shirt. Uh, and they tell them that uh, before they can do anything, they ask him if they if he was willing to pass the test to be in DX. And, Shenanigans start, and they start goofing around some more, and then Imperium comes out, and he says, oh, we'll, we'll take all you old geezers out, and they each one by one are like, oh, yeah, well, I'll stand up to you, and I actually know I won't. I'm old. My psychic nerve is acting up again, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My L1 and L2 are just kind of not having it today. <laughs> so then all this stuff happens, and then, so DX huddles, and, uh, uh let's see, uh, so then um, they ask for volunteers. Seth Rollins comes out. Now, here's a missed opportunity. Triple H should have been like, should have made the callback of, you always got to have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you, know, do you know what I'm referring to? Oh, yeah. I um, said that I, yeah, over the, I tweeted that over the weekend um, in regards to the, um, I think it was something else that was going on for the blood. I think it was the bloodline thing. I tweeted that over the weekend. Oh, because of the rock and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was the rock. It was definitely the rock. It was the rock. Yeah, yeah. I was like I Triple H is always the plan B. Yeah, I tweeted that Hunter's son came out to help. Dang, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's his son. I because he got. Yeah, he took it. He took his his uh, finishing move at one point. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then Seth Rollins comes out and he's like, <laughs> Seth Rollins is like, I can take them all. And they're like, no, 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 he can't. There's three of them and one of you. And then they, <laughs> well, and he's like, he's like Scrappy Doo. I got him. I got him. I can take him. Um, so then, uh, uh, what did uh, the Street Profits come out? Is it just me or were they wearing like um, Toon Squad or um, knockoffs? It was. It was like kind of like Philly ish. Mm-hmm. Trust be like 76ers. Oh. Yeah, 76ers-ish. I got no people with the Sixers. They're cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, they need someone to make it official. Uh, they don't know. And, and Teddy Long comes out. Holla, holla, player. Uh, he says they're going to have a straight-up team match. What's that? And they missed miss the, miss the, um, the opportunity here. The one-on-one with the Undertaker. Um, say, yeah, say go on. Say one-on-one with the Undertaker. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. So they need a good referee. They start to huddle again. Kurt Angle is like, "Hey guys, <laughs> guys!" And he just—he just so happens to have a referee shirt on underneath. Red, white, and blue stripes, of course, naturally. <laughs> so uh, Imperium versus Seth Rollins of the Street Profits Hot Tag brings in Ford and the Profits grabs stereo ankle locks that's too far for Gunther who comes in and breaks him up uh, Gunther stares ankle down and pokes him in the chest with Rollins I know he's old and, he, and, he's, and he probably couldn't do it but I really wanted to see him give him a give him an old uh, ankle slam 
Right. Uh, but then, like, reality sets in, and I'm like, no, that can't happen anymore. Uh, Rollins comes in for the save. Prophets hit the flip ties on the floor. Rollins gets a drop kick and powerbomb to give Gunther two. Rollins is back in with a mangle slam, and the Prophets hit a doomsday blockbuster on Kaiser. Then Agree sends Gunther to the outside. It's a frog splash into the stomp to finish uh, Vinci. Mm-hmm. And what did y'all think of that? I liked it. <laughs> It was good. It was uh, Triple H, uh, you know, backing down after 20 years of putting like, I'm retired. over the people. Yeah, he's like, I'm retired. <laughs> that, was, that was cool to see. Um, and then, you know, the way they set it up, you knew Rollins was going to come out there and, and help Triple H. And then, you know, Street Profits and then to, you know, to go forth. I thought it was real good. The match was real good, too. Yeah, really dug the match. <laughs> All right, Don. Who you got as your um, producer? Shane Helms. Oh, what's good up job? What's up with? Him? <laughs> hey. Alrighty. Any other final words on that segment? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I laughed when they looked at Kurt Angle, and he had a face like, "Don't put me in this." All right, so they're back in the poker game. Ted DiBiase loses to Baron Corbin, but then the IRS shows up. And, uh, <laughs> he puts the uh, money in it. Corbin's like, you're taking all of it? And he hands him 100. He's like, here, you can do this. <laughs> I was like, oh. And he walk, and him and DiBiase walk off, and he's like, every man has a price. <laughs> mm-hmm. He can't do the laugh anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm surprised he was there with the scandal he was involved in. Oh, with the, with the church and everything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, like um, yeah, you always think about know. it like it wouldn't make sense that a millionaire would ha- would hang out with an IRS with the IRS, right? Right. Like, what what kind of tax breaks can I get? <laughs> right. That was good, but that was good. You know, seeing Mike return back one day, Simi, Simi, shout to Simi. Simi was like, "Who's his daddy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell him who, who, um, who, um. Bray Wyatt's daddy was and everything. Bray and Bo's daddy was and everything. Hmm. I mean, who you think pays for his special effects budget? Yeah, right. <laughs> apparently a Baron Corbin now. <laughs> right. Uh, Bobby Lashley's backstage with MVP. MVP offers the reunion, but Lashley's like, nah. Did you see him go off on Twitter, MVP? Uh uh-uh. uh. Somebody was like, "Oh, you should have Bianca Belair in the Hurt business," and and, he, and MVP just listed everybody black. He's like, "Yeah, let's have this person and this person." Aja, the referee, um, the, the the dude that brings the water. Yeah, let's all put them in the Hurt business. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, so uh, Bobby Lashley. Prom- okay, so we got that. Ric Flair comes out and says some sputtering and doesn't make any sense. Uh, right, that, that drip though. Yeah, right. That's yeah, he's about to have. He's about to have problem. a. He's about. Yeah, if he keeps it up, he's gonna have an IV drip. Yeah. <laughs> good one, Sam. Good one. Good one. Uh, he introduces Charlotte. Uh, the reunion. Yeah, it's the first time since Charlotte told him to fuck off. Right. They come out together. Yeah, they didn't bring that up, did they? Of course not. What was worse, that or I wish you had died in the womb. I was just thinking about that. And that <laughs> it, 
Come on, I remember when that happened because I was just like, "What?" <laughs> I had to rewind to make sure she actually said that. And I mean, it could have been worse. She could have said, "I wish I absorbed you in the womb." <laughs> that too. <laughs> and now I would have a mole instead of like a, an annoying sister. <laughs> but, we, but, we, and we, but we wouldn't have gotten the primo. <laughs> a lot of people don't know where that comes from. It comes from her acting like drunk, she getting blacked drunk. out drunk. <laughs> yeah, on on the total divas. Yeah, but it was just it was just the whole the song sounds oh, like a song. version it's... of her singing of ever saying fuck that dick or something like that. And so the, the um, local podcast that I listened to here in Baltimore, they kind of just used to run that in a hole whenever she came out. And every time they was, she had a segment, they would play that song. And I was just like, yo, this is terrible. That music was terrible. Ah, all right, so Charlotte, okay. Uh, Charlotte thanks the other women for making her such a decorated champion, but this will always be her show. Bianca Belair interrupts, saying she goes here now, and this is her show. Sonia Davila uh, comes out to ask about her recognition. Uh, uh, she's she's like a uh, dang, what is it? AW Sammy, what's his last name? Guevara. Sammy Guevara asking Dave where his stars are. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all see that? That was so weird. He's like over there pounding his chest, like, where are my stars, Dave? Uh, maybe when you don't drop people on their faces. Right? <laughs> He's like, oh, you other people give five star matches. Where's my stars? Because <laughs> in the clouds, sir. Down. In the sky, and you'll see all your stars. <laughs> like, sit down. Sit down, little boy. <laughs> so, yeah, Sonia Deville asked about her recognition for working so hard. Uh, Charlotte owns Deville. Owes the villa a little receipt, but uh, Belair, she, but she gives the opportunity to Belair, and uh, so they do that. Uh, Sonia Deville versus Bianca Belair, non-title. Ernie Boot knocks Deville outside. Belair gets set in the barricade as we take a break. Oh, we come back with the, huh? I said, of course we take a break. All right. <laughs> you, you ever notice that like Michael? No, oh, wait, Michael Cole wasn't even there, but Michael Cole has like a distinct uh, go to break voice. Right, you can tell when you're about to go to break because how he says something, you'd be like, they about to go to break. All right. <laughs> uh, we come back with Deville dropping her again for two. Belair pops up and hits the KOD for the pin. Post-match, Belair says that that one's the preview for what she's going to do to Alexa Bliss. Uh, Bliss is on the screen talking to a mirror about how violent she can be with no one helping her. Uh, Cody Rhodes vignette video. Hold on, Dawn. Mm-hmm. That Charlotte, Binky, and Sonya, who was the producer? Molly Holly. Nope, Petey Williams. Oh, oh Petey. Good old Petey. Gets me every time. <laughs> he had to do the Steiner math. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so Cody Rhodes vi- oh, uh, video. <laughs> something else I just remembered that's I saw. We'll go continue. Oh, what happened? No, I'll, I'll talk about it later. It was just something okay. about the Steiners, but yeah, I see John Cena is the cover star for WA 2K23. I think it's a nice cover. I'm not buying the game, but I think it's a nice cover. Oh, the, the, the other one was good. I just didn't like how like 2K22 was was fun, but I didn't like how in the in the um the, the little story mode thing, it kept just going back and forth to like. You go to NXT to SmackDown and Raw. It's like you need to give you some variety of what to do next. But I, I will see how this one turns out. 
what's going to come out first, this or a uh, fight forever or whatever? That's what somebody was asking because they said um, they keep putting 2K, that Two K twenty three is definitely probably come out in March, like late March, and they said that um, AEW just don't have a date yet. <laughs> I also heard that like Two K is going to recycle the engine from twenty two. Like it's basically going to be the same gameplay, except they're going to just, just the skins are going to be different. So it's going to be like every other two K game. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you go back. Huh? The old school um, SmackDown versus Raw. I'm, I think I'm the only person who didn't play those. Were they good? Yeah. Well, when I, when I first when I first saw the first SmackDown. Um, this was back in 2000, 99, 2000. And I was just like over playing it over at um, KB Toys. I, I was working at Old Navy. And I used to go, used to, this back when you used to go, you can go play the little video games in the um, in the toy stores and everything mm-hmm. in the mall. And I was playing, and I was playing SmackDown constantly. And I went and bought it, eventually ended up buying it. But yeah, it was definitely a fun game. Which one? Which one did you play? Like know your role or bring the pain? Or... I played all of them. <laughs> all I remember we, we, me and my friends used to come up with names for stuff like that, and we called it like SmackDown. Please be quiet. <laughs> so the thing I liked about it was was the was the was the silliness that they had to add into it. You could do like you right and customize your entrances. So it's like if you wanted to have somebody do like a a robotic entrance, you can do it like that, or you can have somebody you could customize their entrance to be like somebody else's on the um on the roster. That was like fun to do. But oh you should see some of the weird yeah, stuff I came weird up ones. with in uh in uh WWE WF attitude you should have seen that. That was hilarious. <laughs> I remember before two thousand and ten came out, I went to GameStop. I was gonna buy SmackDown versus Raw 2009, but they were like, oh, well, next week 2010 comes out. So, like, my dad went straight from work. My dad is really <laughs> great for this. He went straight from work to GameStop at the mall to go get it. And he walked home. He's like, oh, April, come here. And I was like, what? And he, like, handed it to me and, I, like, screamed and ran up to my room to go play. <laughs> he didn't say thank you, just all right, later. <laughs> he just took the game and just was like, I'm out. Yeah, you ain't gonna see me for like seventeen hours. Dang! But that was the fun thing about when they had the midnight releases for SmackDown. Wasn't nobody at GameStop. I could just go up there, get it, and be out in like less than ten minutes. Um, for like two K or Madden, you gonna be waiting a while. (laughs) Oh, when I when I worked at GameStop, um. So tell you what kind of neighborhood I lived. What kind of neighborhood I lived in, or I live in. Um, the <laughs> FIFA was like the number one seller. See, you know what? <laughs> I'm, and I'm not even joking. Like, like there is some truth to the joke where they're like, "Hey, you, you got that FIFA? That's not a. That's a real thing." <laughs> there's a there's a there's a there's a video that someone that some games I've been playing made years ago mm-hmm. where he was complaining about customers and he's like oh the Mexicans come in and they're like oh you got the FIFA you got the FIFA and that became a thing <laughs> it also used to be like before gaming got really really mainstream if you right. walked into like a Best Buy or a Walmart and you say oh do you got this you could literally get the game like weeks early because they yeah. wouldn't know it. Like you could get like you, if you knew somebody like we can you can get it like such and such and then you like boom there you'll have it right before then yeah because they didn't care back then they were like whatever kind of like when you used to get you you also could go to like the mom and pop stores 
and they would get like the albums. They would get yeah. they would get certain CDs over the weekend, and so um, the one lady that I knew from back in the day, she was like, "Oh, I got so and so album, but you have to buy it full price." I was like, "Cool," because I was yeah, having the... it over the weekend, listening to it, going to school with it on Monday. Like, how you get it before? I'm like, "Chill, I got my connections." <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it was like the lady at Black Western Music. She was like that. She. She got her. She got. She would get her shipment in, and I work right next door. So I was like, I was bumping the locks, money power, respect before everybody. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we got off topic there. Uh, let's see. So Miz comes out, and yes, uh, where his special time, where his special time on the show is. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out, and stuns the Miz, and leaves him laying, promising to take out Roman Reigns at the Rumble. Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory for the championship U.S. title match, no DQ. Uh, Lashley hits a superplex, leaving both of them down. The spears to the table and the corner is broken up, and Theory kicks Lashley low. And Lashley recovers. Hold up. Put... Sam, real quick, did you talk about Kevin Owens and Miz? Yeah. Well, you got some of the. I produced that. Um, mm, I haven't said it yet. Uh, oh, um, um, Jamie Noble. Nope, Jason Jordan. <sighs> I was gonna say Braden Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I saw what you did there. It was illegitimate. So. <laughs> Jordan, you know. That's still that's still funny to this day. You're right, because we all think it's gonna be we all think it's gonna be uh, Chad Gable. He was like. Right, that's what, that was the logical choice. But then found out Vince Vince found out that Kurt Angle dated black women and says, "You mean her ass? Black son? You mean her ass? <laughs> yeah, he he harassed the shit out of Rucka Khan. He was stalking her, like legit, like show show up and and uh, slice your tires, kind of stalking. Oh hell." I was like, man, she must have put it on him something fierce or something. Listen, he he, she must have did something to him, and he was definitely hooked. <laughs> he did that Erica Badu on him. <laughs> well, he started he started wearing old navy clothes. <laughs> started wearing golf clothes. I don't know. All so <laughs> all right, so uh, so this match happens. Lashley recovers, put Theory through a different table. Uh, Brock Lesnar arrives. Uh, he uh, plans Lashley with an F5 and then uh, just to be a dick puts, <laughs> gives one to Austin Theory on top of Lashley uh, Theory retains and that is your Monday Night Raw Don, who's your producer? Back um, I'd probably say Michael Hayes since you're dealing with main event talent You want to try again? Uh, um, I'm drawing a blank. Tell me. Adam Pierce. Oh, scrap daddy. Well, you got you got a couple you got a couple days before the rumble. That's two for two two for seven, two for eight. You got you got a, you got a couple days for the rumble. Look up and see who the producers are because you want me quizzed on it this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna get the actual sheet of the list and then I'm gonna work off of that. Yeah, what happened to to McGinnis? What what became of him? He just he just kind of withered away, didn't he? Who Nigel? 
I think they're setting him back up for no. NXT well, Nigel or whatever. So Nigel, he had got he had got he got cut. Um, he had got released. Yeah, when um he got released over the pandemic. Over the pandemic, <laughs> it's messed up. They, they gave him that beautiful documentary, and they're like, "All right, you got to go." Yeah, I was like, "That's stupid," but but he never came back or nothing. He never. I was. I'm hoping he would have been, been doing it with um Vic Joseph, but they. Gave him, gave us Booker T. <laughs> he was openly, the way he was openly lusting over um, Mandy Moore. I mean, Mandy Rose. Mandy, Mandy Rose. <laughs> Damn. Oh, he, he was pulling with Corey Graves? Yeah. He definitely was, you know, on her and everything. All right. So I guess we're going to move over to the Mo Meltzer report. <laughs> Did you want to see how overall we thought about Raw 30? Well, I think I asked you guys that. You started oh. talking about Erica Badu and Common and Plaid Pants or whatever. <laughs> Eric, you know what? I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about Erica Badu. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, because I, I, I'm just Erica Badu is just great. Yeah, I'm just saying, Window Seat is the greatest video of all time. I'm sure it is, sir. Okay, that, that's the one, right? I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Well, was weird, the one she she stripped in, in in Dallas and you know the whole JFK thing. But um, I enjoy Raw Thirty. Um, it was a lot of people who, who were advertised that didn't make it. Um, the Bella Twins made their made their feel well made their feelings known about how they were represented on the show. I, I didn't actually see that, so like give us a little quick rundown if you if you oh, will. So basically it was just they were they were live on Instagram and they was um the clip that I saw was basically talking about how they weren't mentioned by you know they weren't mentioned um I guess it was the Charlotte segment and how she was just r- randomly mentioning just other women names didn't say like the Bells or anything or Sasha Banks or anything like that. And so they would say how well, Nikki has her reality wedding show that's coming out. She had to do press for that, so that's why they couldn't be there for Raw 30. And so it was just a whole bunch of they were omitted and they felt some kind of way about it. And they were saying, like, they can't say Sasha. They was like, well, Mercedes is big time, so we can't mention her name or nothing like that. You know, but um, Shaolin Shogun... I mean, he was basically saying, you know, they did show them in still shots and everything throughout the show. So it wasn't like they weren't mentioned. They were showing pictures, maybe were mentioned on the show verbally. So it was like, there no issues with that. Um, and it was just some other, some, you know, like Mick Foley, he couldn't be there because he was doing some, he had other engagements. Um, it was, a, it, I mean, it was a good show, you know, good, good time seeing, you know, all like the legends and everything, except for, um, Terry Balea, but um, it was a good overall show. A lot of people were saying they don't really associate him with, with Monday Night Raw. They was like he more of a Nitro guy, which yeah, he was. He did maybe three episodes. I mean, he came when they came back when when they came back in two thousand two at No Way Out. Then no, no, I'm talking about like the early, like the first um, Raws. Like he, the, was he? Kind. I thought I thought that was like the the whole steroid. I don't remember him being. The steroid trial was he left after the steroid trial. I remember when. I think when, he appeared like after he won the title. Um, wait, I don't remember him. It started in January on, on the early Raw episodes. I don't remember him ever being on one. 
I don't remember him being on. I remember he was strictly a nitro. He was a, like nitro. It was basically just saying, you know, because I remember when WCW was touting him as the biggest free agent acquisition and everything, you know. So, I mean, I mean Ric Flair at least appeared on like one episode when he yeah. lost to Mr. Perfect. Yeah, that for was like a loser least match. Yeah. yeah. See, I got all this knowledge about wrestling, but like anything like real life, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like we could be like, yeah, this happened, and we can we can remember that. But anything else, we'd be like, what? And like go to the grocery store. I'm like, oh, I forgot what I was gonna buy. Right. But I said I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, they had they they had the top um demo in the in the 18 to 34 range for ratings. So kudos to them for that. They didn't have they didn't have. Uh, was 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 you done and said they was waiting for this? They had they had the show stacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were waiting for football. They was waiting for the NFL to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just a matter of time. They said, "Oh, they said they said they said next week they don't have, is it, they don't have no more games after that wild card playoff game. We'll stack raw thirty for that." <laughs> yeah, it's probably why they pushed it back from um, the actual. Day. It would have been like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, because they um. Well, because of football naturally, yeah, but I didn't know it was, it was they that. Want have an ounce of chance, a chance, a snowball chance in hell, and you know, beating winning that ratings with that. I didn't know it was like the actual date was like back. Um, it's actually like a false date that they gave us. Mm. It's a shame. I wonder what Damian Demento is doing these days. <laughs> I don't know. He's clocking in for his shift at Arby's. I don't know. <laughs> he got the meats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for the more Meltzer segment? Go for it. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, as we discussed, um, Nikita Lyons tore ACL meniscus. She was she got caught lacking in the um well, storyline why she got caught lacking in the NXT parking lot. And it was funny, somebody tweeted out the um the worst cities in the US and then they said somebody they said they need to put the NXT parking lot as <laughs> places. <laughs> hey, there's a there's there's Gary, Indiana and there's the NXT parking lot. Right. I was like, I said, it's places. I said, it's places in Baltimore that I wouldn't even travel to, but they see Park Lot definitely had to have security. Yeah, you get messed up. Yeah, right. Um, in the NXT Park Lot, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, you you definitely getting beat down. <laughs> um, so like I said, Ellie, the brain wide Ellie Knight and Undertaker segment went over huge. Um. I said Undertaker, big supporter Bray. Ellie Knight got props for his promo and everything. So hopefully this match will definitely have eyes drawn to it at the Rumble. Um, anybody know who Big Con is? Who? Big Con. Big Con. Yeah. Like spill that. The brother. <laughs> well, is, Big is he, that, is he that dude that hangs out with Jay Lethal? <laughs> well, he signed with um. He signed with Impact. Signed a deal with a, a exclusive deal with Impact. So, you see, big con. I think it's. I think if it's if, if, if what I think it is, it might be um, calling from it. Um, Ascension. Yeah, that's what it is. Calling from the Ascension. 
Oh, that kind of, oh, that big con. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, big con, B-C-O-N. I'm, I'm only thinking. No, K-O-N. It's K-O-N. K-O-N. Big con. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Connor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he signs an exclusive deal with Impact, so that's good for him. <laughs> exclusive, holy crap. Um, JoJo has said how she wasn't, she had got some, um, she had got heat because she left after the first season of Total Divas because she went back to NXT and she said she wasn't invited to um, Eva Marie's, she didn't get invited to Eva Marie's wedding. I mean, cause, I mean, JoJo on um, Total Divas was cool, but I guess she had other ideas what she wanted to do, so she made the NXT start doing announcing. <laughs> then she got to call up the Raw, and then it was the whole um, say yes to JoJo hashtag that we came up with. <laughs> was, jo- was JoJo the one that had the boyfriend who was trying to who was trying to get her boyfriend to like to wrestle, and he was yeah. like throwing up in the parking lot? Well, that was her. Okay, yeah, and then, and then she hooked up with Justin Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, she hooked up with. Oh, she she had well, a list. But she she she's a she's a. Two times she's a mother twice with um Bray. She has a list. But Bray got her out the streets for real. Bray said, you know what? <laughs> what are you doing? You ain't even doing all that no more. Yeah, I'm leaving my wife. We get together, and that's all that's all it's gonna be. <laughs> um Y'all remember that that Coke can? The what? It was like a Coke bottle or a Coke can that you did you never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on. All right. So, Britt Baker on the AEW side, Britt Baker is injured. Mm. What's wrong with her? Knees, ankles. Um, it's something. Concussion. It's like she was injured and she got pulled from the um, she got pulled from the show tonight. Yeah, so that. Um, so one thing I, I don't know if y'all been seeing. Um, hold on. Um, they said due to injury, Doctor Real Britt Baker DMD would not be able to compete tonight. They didn't say what kind of injury it was. They were just saying she's like injured, so they pulled it for the match, and it was um it was supposed to be a triple threat with um. Her Ruby Soho and Tony Storm, and it became a solo between a singles match with um, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. I saw that like the internet was like, "No, put Sheeta in there." Right. <laughs> um, what was you asking about before that? Oh, I was asking what Britt Baker's injury was exactly. Yeah, they didn't really say what the injury was. They just said she was just injured. So it could be storyline or it could just be other mm-hmm. other stuff. Um, uh, Ric Flair squashed beefs. He was squashed beefs as of late. So he, um, I guess he squashed the beef with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. And he had a private talk with Triple H about the past issues that was going on. So... He might be, you know, might be trying to get back in some good graces, so to speak. I mean, his doc, his documentary on WWE was pretty good. So, um, so 
with the whole Austin and Roman Reigns, I mean, not Austin, um, Rock and Roman Reigns um, match, or whole WrestleMania thing being called off because the Rock wouldn't be able to physically get have the title door because, you know, you got to have time to get back in the ring shape. So apparently the, the WWE offered, quietly offered a large sum of money to Stone Cold for the match, for a big big match against um, Roman Reigns. But um, there's also another report going around that it's supposed to have been um, um, Austin, um, Brock Lesnar. So that could be... That could I don't know. So we'll I guess we'll hear more about that as the upcoming weeks and all that come come about. Um, as noted earlier on the show, um, John Cena is going to be the two K twenty three cover. Um, and it's like three different covers that they 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 were putting out there, and it's like the 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 standard the deluxe and that's the icon edition. The icon edition is the one that's like a hundred. A hundred something like the one that's the one that had um the last two K twenty two one that's the one that the um the NWO one that was that um that edition. You're pretty much just paying for a cover and some VC. That's all you're paying for. <laughs> pretty much, you get like you get the cover, you get the you get a whole bunch of VC, and you get some other skins and other stuff that that comes with it. And then for, like me, I was playing it, and I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this because then um. That what that baseball game came out. Um, that baseball game it came out, and I was playing that for like the the whole year. <laughs> I think they come out at the same time this year. Yeah, and that was available on um, Game Pass for Xbox. So I was just like, mm, let me. Just oh man, that, that was that was such a wonderful thing. That's like what we're going for. I'm um, fight forever. That's what will be available on Game Pass. Um, day, I like, day one, and I was like. <laughs> Okay, let's go. Um, Charlotte said she took time off because she had issues that she had to tend to. So she had to take care of those issues. Oh, damn. Stuff got filed. Anyway, um, and Bobby Lashley is pushing to rebuild the Hurt Business. So that's the whole, when you see him at... um, MVP, you know, talking to him everything. That's the whole storyline. They're gonna be getting the hurt business back together. Like with the with the Cedric and Cedric. Hilton. Cedric Shelton, Bobby, MVP, and I guess almost. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky Mike. Huh? Back, in too. <laughs> back in the back hurt in business. The and the as long as, they wear, as long as they were making matching shirts, I'm good. <laughs> and then we get to see uh, Cedric's wife on Twitter. Oh, start over here. Big swole. What was she up to these days? She chill. She <laughs> chill. I know when I know because when when Black wrestling Twitter was was definitely taking over my timeline. She was definitely her fake Jack. Well, she was beefing with with. Uh, with Cookie Khan. Yeah. Well, I mean, on one hand, I'm like, ah, if he feels like she wasn't that good, whatever. But on the other hand, she's like, no, you specifically, when you signed me, you specifically said you liked my in-ring style. 
And now you're saying I can't wrestle. I was just like, well, how is she not good? I was just like, well, I think she kept Britt, Britt Baker in business that whole summer she was injured. <laughs> I think when they picked her up initially, I think she had just come off of those, um, those uh, squash matches on Raw. Because mm-hmm. she was doing a bunch of those, and then all of a sudden she gets signed to AEW. Mm. Um. Yes, and also the Sider Brothers are apparently signed to a Legends deal. The what? The who? The Steiner Brothers. Oh, the Steiner Brothers. Okay. Yeah, signed to a Legends deal. When are they going to sign the Beverly Brothers to a legend? <laughs> you need to stop. You need to stop it. Um, Come on, Bowen Blake. Come on now. Stop it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, Don, I made an event. You have um, Bronson Reed versus Azawa. Okay, so that's, that's another thing uh, that Mike uh, Mo tries to get Don to watch uh, level up and make Main it event every week. So I tell him who the, who's who's wrestling, and he'll say whether or not he's checking it out. So it's Bronson Reed versus Tazawa and Nikki Cross versus Dana Brooke. Nah, mm. <laughs> you don't want to see you don't want to see Simi's Dick Boy, you know, um, wrestle. <laughs> I'll see that on Monday night when they when they have them on Raw on the story. <laughs> and um, level up, we have Dante Chen versus Cal uh, Dixon, Danny Palmer versus Lola Vice, and Scripps versus Oro Mensa. No Jakar Jackson. Man, no, no Jakar Jackson this week. Dang. It's the only reason to watch level up. <laughs> no, actually, so, actually, so, you know what? So, I actually do like so the wrestling. Ruka, there. So Ruka was 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 the reason to watch, and then she started getting um. Ooh, Steph got ejected. Yikes! Who's playing? Um, Golden State in Memphis. Mm, I might check that out. Well, it's like, it's about the um. It's about the end. Oh. It's like one. It's like one fourteen left in the game, and like Steph just got ejected. <laughs> <laughs> they must be losing. No, well, they up by two. It was a, it was some of a back and forth game. This, um, they go take up by two. Hmm. But I don't know the whole thing. Um, the whole, the whole funny thing is, is just seeing Dylan Brooks out there and just you know seeing the, the um the thing that him and Shannon had on Friday. <laughs> him and Shannon be, um arguing the game on Friday at the Lakers game on Friday. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, so, it looked like something straight out of uh, wrestling. Cherry Chop had that cardigan on, and he was definitely like, I will fold you up. And then Steven, <laughs> Steven Adams came over there. Steven Adams came over there. The Jai came over there. Then T, the Jai Farmer came over on the, on the other side. <laughs> I said, Cherry Chop was going to take on everybody. <laughs> That's his warning. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to when you look like the the, the Broncos logo. Listen, he, he did, he did. He was, I was like, dude, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you see that one dude on, on like, I forgot where he was. I don't know if it was on Instagram or uh, on TikTok. Somebody, uh, he got that old man strength. They better not mess with him. <laughs> it was like, 
Yeah, but that was just that was just like that, that was just so funny. I was just like he wanted to fight the whole Grizzlies team, and then Monday he went back on um, undisputed apologizing at the end <laughs> to everybody. I was like, I said, well, sir, you know it is what it is. You know, <laughs> you read the game tell him, telling Dylan um, Brooks he can't guard LeBron, and he and Dylan Brooks really mouthed back at him. <laughs> Dang. But, you know, um, that's all I got for um, the Bone Belts segment. All right. That's Mo to the underscore Reese. Keep Wait, we, we, need to do, we, need, we need another segment. We need a new segment. The, the, the Jakar Jackson alert. You know, watch. If it appears anywhere, you need to Mo, you need to let us know. <laughs> look, 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 look. So since, since Sam, I'm a, I'm a tweet. Since Sam, a tweet like, hey, your girl will be on the show this week. <laughs> oh, and I'll be like, oh, snap. I'm going to watch that. Well, at this time, we've come to the end of the show, so it's time to give the shout-outs and thank yous. So we'll start with our guest, Miss Lyric. Shout-outs and thank yous, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Uh, Shout-out to the wrestling community, especially wrestling Twitter. It's always a fun time on wrestling Twitter. (laughs) You should should definitely follow the... uh... WrestleCast hashtag, RawCast, hashtag RawCast, hashtag uh, SmackDown Matters. Good times. All right, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, sir, I'm turning it over to you for your shout outs and thank you. All righty. Shout out to Lyric for coming on with us. Um, I don't know how you feel about hanging out with a bunch of old people. <laughs> we're, all, we're roughly the same age, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. How old is Lyric? I'm 27. I'll be 28 this year. Okay, so she's old enough to drink. She's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to you guys, of course, for continuing to have me on. You know. Uh, let's see. Shout out to everybody on Twitter. Shout out to Didi Jone somewhere out there. Shout out to Mel. Shout out to Classic. Shout out to uh, Jerome says word out there. Doing his thing, about his, his parlays and all this other nonsense that he's talking about that I don't understand. Right, he'll he'll be talking about something else, and then next to he'll pop up in our conversation. <laughs> like, where you come from? <laughs> and shout out to uh, shout out to Kylie Rand out there, out there in these streets. Uh, shout out to a bunch of other folks who I don't. <clears throat> Sorry if I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm an old man. Shout out to Quantessential R out there doing his thing as well. Yeah, he got married. He got married a while back, but it's just like, man, my boy got married. Yeah, he been living that married life. <laughs> He's a uh, he better. <laughs> but the first thing he did was uh call his uh IG. <laughs> but see who he's following he's like, he's following like 10 people now you ain't shit you ain't shit you ain't shit <laughs> she's like nah get rid of that one uh-huh that one like, nah, go. nope nope who was that nope she got go. she got who's, go. that, who's that B word no she gone too that's your cousin nope too bad <laughs> she's blood nope sorry she gotta go <laughs> Hey, acknowledge me. All right. Right. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, check out my Twitch, twitch.tv slash reckless mage. Um, 
mostly do it uh, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday and Sunday, 9 p.m. Central, except for when I'm doing WrestleCast. And that's it. And shout out to you, Don, and, and uh, Mo. All right, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Your shout out, so thank you, sir. All right, real quick, uh, shout out to our guest, um, Miss Lurk. Thanks for, um, for joining us. Always welcome to come back anytime. With or without Sam, you know, it's cool. <laughs> um, shout out to Sam as always. Um, we was we was all disappointed. No new Abbott tonight. I was I'm, I was prepared. I, I was mad. That's all the thing that was like repeat. I was like, damn it. I was like, I watch AEW now for real. But that's why I went to sleep. <laughs> that's why I was running late. Um, shout out to Dawn as always. Um, we do this show almost every week. Um, talking and having a good time with wrestling and everything. Uh, shout out to Simi and Jay. Uh, shout out to our Spaces crew, um, Kyle at Ring, uh, Black Marvel, Black Holland. Uh, shout out to Jubla Julep, um, Madame Lizette, Miss V. Um, we were on, if you listen to, um, they have that Watch With Me podcast. Um, we would talk about Wakanda um, Forever. Um, great episode. Um, we had a good time. It's like kind of that they did it in two parts. They did a, the, the episode that I was on, and then they recorded the episode with, um, they talked about it with Mam Lizette and what, um, Ms. V at a different time. But it's still a great episode to listen to. We talk about the movie and Marvel and the whole Tatala recast movement and everything going forward. Um, I, need to, I need to watch that movie again. I was when Lupita was on screen. I was completely distracted. <laughs> well, it, it starts streaming on February first. February first, yeah, I yeah. noticed that. Um, and shout out to everybody else who be in the space in the spaces and the hashtags with us. Um, and shout out to these the the championship games on Sunday. It's going to be. A lot of crying and hurt feelings after that. <laughs> after that. After that. After 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 Sunday. That's all I got. So Don, you up. All right. Well, thank you once again to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you to Mr. Samuel Kalunga. And thank you to our special guest, Miss Lyric, for joining me here this week on this edition of the WrestleCast. Be sure to join us this Saturday night. Use the hashtag RumbleCast to share your commentary with color with us on this year's edition of the Royal Rumble starting at 8 p.m. this Saturday night. Continue to use the hashtags RawCast, SmackDown Matters, NXTCast, and DynamiteCast to share your commentary with color with us as well. Uh, Continue to go to the uh, various places where you get your podcasts to rate and review the shows leave us five stars you can find us on the web at cspn.us you can go there click on the tab that says keep our podcast free and uh, do some shopping with our sponsors to help keep the show free each and every week also become a patron on the patreon page patreon.com forward slash cspn media where you can also find our content where we break down aew dynamite each and every week me and miss simi and you also get more just casual conversations amongst ourselves as we prepare to record these particular podcasts that you're listening to right now so please continue to support the cspn rate and reviews podcast become a patron do some shopping with our sponsors. So for our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, 
for Mr. Mo Meltzer, Mo to the underscore Reese, and our special guest, Lyric. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The WrestleCast. Stay tuned for the parting promo. Shmooly that man that hurts that hurts so I guess what I'm saying is my defense is that I have no defense you got so much ego you won't even fight for this you won't even explain yourself you, you don't care now huh you got so much ego that you can't even argue for this. It doesn't mean anything to you. I give you opportunity after opportunity. I let you in my family. If this is what you do, this is the respect you show me. And no, solo!
I, I, and everybody knows, man, I did not trust you, man. I, I despised you, right? But what you do, Bruce? Man, you saw the good in me the whole time, and you never gave up on me. And guess what? That right there, that's what family do. to me, loyalty and love to this family. As your tribal chief and the head of the table, I find you Sami Zayn, not guilty.